0: And we are live. Hey, Laura, did you meet any black people this week?
1: Okay, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I met. I,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I met Laura, Nina Simone
1: meet? and Issa Rae this week. <laughs> I saw them through television. But I felt like I met Nina Simone for the first time this week because I wanted Haven't the- you tried this already? <laughs> and I'm going to keep trying. You will not bring Laura,
0: me down. Laura, did you meet any new Black people this week?
1: Like in real life?
0: Like in real life, Laura. No. No, I, I didn't. didn't. <laughs> a I lot saw. I snow
1: this week. So. Uh,
0: people- Have you left your house?
1: I haven't left my house in three days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you seen yourself? Have you
1: looked the mirror? I've seen myself in my beautiful black skin every day, though. I've seen myself. Okay. okay. You.
0: Um, I encountered like parents and students at the school where I work. Were they new to you? Yeah. I mean, I okay. didn't say much to them. But you saw that. that was my last day. Oh. And she, <laughs> she was trying to introduce me to a new mm. student. I was like, I'm not, I'm not trying to make new relationships right now. Because you I'm, don't need to build Like, I'm trying to walk out the door, like, right now. Um, and I saw some black construction workers.
1: All right, Aisha, I think we I think didn't meet any oh, black people. Oh, 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 and I went.
0: Will was at the, working at um, the mall at Walnut Creek, because there's a soul cycle there. Okay. And when I went to go to the Safeway to buy Gatorade, I left the parking lot and there was a black woman that helped oh. me with the, the ticket. <gasps> Aw,
1: see, you did meet a black person this week. She told me to have a nice day. Boom. <laughs>
0: Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. like Jesus.
1: All right, you win this week. <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Thanks, lady at Safeway. Thanks.
0: Oh, Lord. All right.
1: I'm Laura Solis. And I'm an angry black woman.
0: Oh. At
1: least okay.
0: this week I am. This week I'm a very angry black mm. woman. Mm, just this week. Okay, this week. and I'm Aisha McGowan, and I am a sick black woman. <laughs> and by that, you mean your health. <laughs> I do mean my health situation. I am currently under the weather. Coming out of it, though. Coming out of it. All right. Thanks. Okay. So, I, I laughed when I said I was an angry Black woman. I don't think people will take me
1: seriously. But that's okay. Yeah, that's you okay. don't sound very angry, but... I'm so angry. Mm.
0: Just... So this week for Yas Queen, this
1: Ooh. is... so there's this uh, a woman, I forget her name, but she started an organization called Pretty Big Movement because she is a, how would she describe herself? A full-figured dancer, which means she's a thickums. As, as folks would say. Is she in that video that's
0: been going around?
1: Yes. Her name is Akira Armstrong. Okay. And she has founded this dance company for full-figured women. All right. And I am all for I'm here for it. I'm here for it, for breaking these ideals of what a dancer is supposed to look like. Because I've always known. That the ladies with the big old booties were the dancers because those were the ladies that were bumping yeah, into me when I was a child. Like, <laughs> exactly like there's a lot of movement going on, and I strive to one day be there with them. I mean, maybe not, but you know the point
0: is. Remember that that song where like there's the, the break. that was like, "Watch out for the big girl." Yeah, I <laughs> oh, was yeah, like the best, best not, part. Not, I would just move out of the way though because yeah, exactly. because
1: I'm after. not. I'm not <laughs> <to go> <laughs> But they are. Good for them. But yeah, That's like, great. I'm here for it. Go ahead, Miss Armstrong. Do your thing.
0: hmm Okay, so I have two chillins. I'm mm. really excited about them. The Utes, you know? Um. <laughs> chillins so, and Utes. All right. I've got yeah, so we've got Delia or Delia, I'm not sure which one, because I got a cousin named Delila, and I've seen Delilah's, so it could be either. Either no. way, mm-hmm. Del- Delia or Delia is four years old, and she has read more than 1,000 <gasps> books. Oh, yes, the little librarian! <laughs> but she's and, a honorary librarian, um, right? <laughs> they have made her an honorary librarian. and Oh, wait, a which library? A um, well, she's in Gainesville, Georgia, so I'm assuming a library there. All right. Next um, up,
1: so... Co- Library of Congress. Let's do it. are mm-hmm. you better work,
0: girl. You know it's really hard to become a librarian. We can talk about that another time. But I've known a library, and, and you have to do all these things. And it's... is
1: it only? Be- is it because of the Dewey Decimal System?
0: I don't know. I don't remember why it's hard. I just I remember being surprised that, and I guess that was just me underestimating hmm. the field of the librarians. But okay, I have a they question know, though. I know a lot of stuff.
1: How do yeah. they know she's read more than a thousand books?
0: I mean, I think it also questions, like, it also matters, like, what counts as a Like, book. is it
1: a picture book? I'm sure there was words. No, they have <laughs> I'm sure there were words. I mean, but, like, words. a thousand? A thousand?
0: I mean, children books aren't very long.
1: But she's four. Her life has not been long, either. <laughs>
0: like, gotta <laughs> let this girl live, okay? I,
1: I'm here for it. I'm just... I... I... Delia, I see you, Delia. I see you, girl.
0: She's working on being... Or she is working on having read 1,500 books by the time she enters kindergarten next fall. Goals. So <laughs> my girl has goals. She's winning. She She's better winning. work. That's Damn all it. I can say. Go ahead. And then my other queen is a 13 year old entrepreneur in Detroit. Damn, beautiful. Her name is Asia Newsom. And this year her company will own or will earn $100,000 in revenue. Is the Aisha, what are
1: we doing wrong? What are we doing well, wrong? Well, I
0: personally plan on sending <laughs> Ms. Newsom an email and maybe what? she could tell me what to do with my life. But the cool thing is um, she's made her money selling candles. Nice. Um, and she's just been a very diligent young lady. And she's also trained 40 of her peers to be entrepreneurs as well. Can so we take her class? All right. right. Like, All right. are you offering classes? Is there an <laughs> right. online class? Because we were winning. In Detroit. Yeah. She's winning. She's doing great. And I'm very excited and proud of her. She was on Ellen? Of course she was on Ellen. Homegirl's about to make $100,000. Is she You're 13?
1: Right. You're right. You're right.
0: She better have been on Ellen. Ellen will take most people who, what about the white Vans dude? Like, she'd take people who do outfits in the day. I hope <laughs> she has. <laughs> she Homegirl. better have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And her name again?
0: Asia Newson. Oh, okay. Love it. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in, um, are we doing a discussion topic already? No. Right? That goes after... I don't know. It's, it's where it is. It can, it can move. Things are fluid. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are cards. Okay. So, this week for the Trump transition, there are just too many to discuss. So, on Thursday at about 1.30 in the morning, the Senate oh. voted 51 to 48 to re- repeal the Affordable Health Care Act. hmm Now, I guess part of this could go under the Fix It Black Jesus category, because there's a lot of fools out there who apparently don't know that the Affordable Health Care Act and Obamacare are one and the same. <gasps> They're getting rid of the provision to allow children to remain on their parents' health insurance until the age of 26, which that I know so I helpful. took advantage I of. I took
1: advantage of that, too. Um...
0: <clears throat> They're trying to cut off funding for the child health insurance program. They're trying to take coverage from the kids. Y'all are taking coverage from the kids. Um, um, com- contraceptive coverage and maternity care provision, which is just beyond foolish. But whatever, you know. I, like nothing on this list is something that they should get rid of, in my opinion. But what, you know? Yeah.
1: So next, please. I'm right. sadness, anger. Okay. Angry um, black women. That's who I am today.
0: So. Trump got caught up. BuzzFeed released some sort of (laughs) dossier that says that Russia was blackmailing Trump because he just done some real sketchy sexual stuff with some... Were they prostitutes in Russia? I don't know. He was up to something that maybe he shouldn't have been and there was proof of it and they said that it was going to um it was character damaging, which when I read that I literally just moved on immediately because really, not <laughs> really? damage his own character. I don't think anyone. Can. And it's not because he's not trying. I really feel like he is sabotaging himself better than any of us could. And, and this is the doesn't golden even showers matter. thing, right? This is the golden showers thing. Yeah. This is I mean, <laughs> I feel like day, it depends on which hashtag you're using at the time. <laughs> Um, but there's, he's trying to say it's fake news and, you know. I
1: mean, I didn't read it, admittedly, because I'm like, wait,
0: what? I'm not going.
1: Like, to. I don't... Uh, this
0: man has taken up too much of my time already. I mean, but and... it's also
1: because it's like, I don't care terribly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, R. Oh. Kelly did it, I'm saying. And it was a child. But, all right,
0: let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> what? <laughs> you enjoying no, this? I'm sorry, moving on. And last on my list for Trump transition this week is that the um, Women's March on Washington organizers, um, the national organizers, have released a platform and it is not the typical white feminism platform you would expect. It's not what
1: I expected. Um, Rejoice in angry black woman.
0: Sorry. Yeah, no, (laughs) Um, they are really trying to push for Um, the end to ban on public funding for abortions. They want to um, have comprehensive anti-discrimination protections on healthcare and gender-affirming identity documents for LGBTQ people. They want to make sure that um, civil rights are also a part of this platform and that they're not just marching for women's rights. Like, they're trying to... um, because March for all is, of these like, marginalized groups that what
1: makes us different is almost if not as important, more important than what is making us the same. I mean, yes, we're all women, but the way that we walk through life every day is gonna be significantly different because I'm black or you're brown or the point being I was pleasantly surprised because see. in my white landia, of course <laughs> bless <laughs> you. <laughs> well, thank you. I just said White Landia. <laughs> <White-landia>. Sorry. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm allergic to White Landia. I'm sorry.
1: Aren't we all? Um, to my pleasant surprise, so last week when we last spoke, I had mentioned to you when you had asked if I was gonna go to a women's march that I wasn't sure because of the white people. And mm-hmm. Bus How the next day, if not later that evening, I found out that the person who is leading the march in or like the organi- organizing it in Portland is now a queer black woman, Aisha. All right. A person that looks like so you me. will be showing up then. Oh, I am totally showing up. There were tr- there were plans to go to Seattle. No longer, no longer. No longer. I have to. I have to have. A, I have a seat at the table. So I you will have be a attending. seat at the table to show
0: up. Damn right. So there's that. How do we know what level of um, cooperation is happening amongst these more localized movements? Because it's the national march on Washington where people are like flying in and to participate at the actual, in the actual city where the inauguration is being held. Mm -hmm. But then there are people having these organized marches within their own cities. Admittedly, I was going to
1: take a step back from the women's march because I did not feel like my voice would be heard or that I would be well represented. But that change in whose face was being shown at least as the organizer, in fact she is, she has a true um, hand on how things are actually being laid out right now, totally made me want to step up and show up.
0: How much work are, like, how much are they required to convince me of this? Like, how much work do I need to do to make sure that they're representing me? Mm -hmm. Do I need to volunteer myself to make sure that my folks represent? Like, where does the duty lie in situations such as this? See, Um, but I guess, like,
1: I look at the Portland Women's March, (laughs) and it says, um this is a, full, a fully inclusive event. All members of our community are welcome and encouraged to come like that. Even that I feel is more, uh, I don't know. Is it more inclusive? Yeah. Oh, well they do say fully inclusive. So uh, I get it. I mean, I guess for me, I appreciated that they in fact have a Facebook group. And so I've been trolling or scrolling through the Facebook group and you see the discussions happening daily where, it is definitely, and sometimes it looks like it's a color war, but the allies are definitely turning into Coke. Oh, I
0: looked at that Portland Facebook group. They, oh, were asking, yeah. they were asking the questions.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm for it. I'm here for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the Bay Area Facebook group, I didn't see that. There's just so much unity, and it, it's alarming, actually. Wow. <laughs> like, there was no resistance. There was no, um, like, I, I don't see it and it might be because of the fact that there's one in oakland one in san francisco and one in san jose okay um that um there's just not as much or discord i guess i don't know i'm reaching i guess i'm reaching i just i think so I just, but like i i feel like you are trying to make excuses for these fun. people am i maybe Mm-mm. i don't know how much is their responsibility how much is my responsibility like i've done the research and try to figure it out the one thing I didn't do was contact the organizers I didn't do that well people um, have been I'm contacting at this point because I've scheduled yeah. to go to Seattle now mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I'm probably not going to be marching on Seattle
1: I mean you um, are welcome to join us in Portland of course
0: on way to Seattle but but yeah <laughs> yeah we can move on um,
1: I mean, I will, uh, on that end, though, as far as you saying you haven't reached out to the organizer, (laughs) Margaret Jacobson, who is the organizer for the Portland one, she is pinned I still want to know why she looks so familiar. I feel like she looked like she could be related to us. Like, we're not blood related, (laughs) but if you and I had a baby, I feel like she would look like Margaret Jacobson. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, she couldn't be our baby, though. The way our genetics are set up and the way our... Anyway, um, she has pinned a post that says enough. No more asking if you're welcome simply because you're a white ally. We've never voiced that you, white person, are not welcome. By welcoming everyone who isn't white doesn't mean you are suddenly not welcome. Please take a moment to think about why that threatens your attendance, causes you discomfort, and makes you wonder why you aren't welcome. We are clear to invite those that aren't white because spaces aren't always built to welcome them. Spaces are meant and built predominantly for white people. But, yeah, like, thank you. Like, I, oh, I need to, like, I want. Thank you, Margaret. Like, oh. Thank We're, you. We're going to be her friend. She don't know See, yet, but be what you that's what I friend.
0: needed. I needed somebody, a person, not just a description. A you know, like, <laughs> right. I feel like I don't know if I'm welcome unless you tell me I am, because I'm so used to not being sure, especially yep. in areas like this. And I had this conversation with someone who was visiting yesterday where, like, we start a show with asking how many black people we met, right? Like, that's something that we, we do. Mm-hmm. And there's this lack of proximity to black people out here that I feel affects the way that people look at um, racial tensions and cultural relations and all of that, where they understand from an intellectual point of view why things are wrong, why racism is bad, why exclusivity is bad, um, and why they shouldn't be that way. But... They don't have the hands-on, for lack of another word, experience. Oh,
1: absolutely. I,
0: to I fully yeah. understand on a personal level why that is the
1: case. Which is why I feel so many people that I've told back home about how unwelcome. I feel like that is one of the big things that folks kept asking me. Like, wait, isn't Portland so progressive? Isn't Portland so much that city you want to live in because people just love you for who you are and my response was always in theory not by proximity because they do not have experience because unfortunately people have been displaced their gentrification is roaring and very real out here um so yeah to your point i completely agree that is definitely where those issues stand so you don't know if
0: you are welcome unless you're explicitly told so and with something this big where we marching outside and there is the potential for the police to be upset, I need to know that if I'm marching my black behind out there and I get targeted, the folks around me are gonna have my back.
1: Like, I'm gonna need a safe bubble. I'm gonna need to be in a safe circle of white people um, because when it comes down to it, and actually I was thinking to myself, like, am I gonna bring a sign? And all the things that I thought of have to do with you know how I've told you this multiple times. I'm convinced that in my lifetime I'm going to be killed. Um,
0: stop.
1: See, but it's it. That's where I'm like, do I make one of those signs where it's like hashtag Laura Solis, like am I
0: next kind of things? Because that is so. Oh, that is, so is still much. where I live.
1: I still live in that. I place.
0: hate it's- it so much. Can we live in a la la land where that's not the case? We're gonna we're gonna move on to the next. Oh <laughs> stop. Okay. Let's we move on. I
1: don't like it. We move on. Pardon me, miss. Pardon
0: me. Okay, so this is the segment where we um, give you guys the feedback that we received from our listeners. So Danny wrote in and said, I think you ladies summed up the difference succinctly. The idea of an ally as someone who is supportive from a distance may like or share posts or a photo is really profound to me and i hadn't thought of it that way we need to have more co conspirators yes we do um for all marginalized people really down in front pushing up voices that must be heard faces that must be seen etc i used to refer to allies myself being queer and white latinx as couch allies you can do it from the couch but are you really here for me and now as it comes down to brass tacks I know those folks aren't really here for the people that need them. I'm not saying you have to be out getting arrested, but I'm holding myself and people I consider friends to standards of co-conspirators. This is the time to show up. Which goes perfectly in line with what we were just saying. Snaps, Mm -hmm. snaps, snaps. And by the way, Mm -hmm.
1: that was queer and a white Latinx. Um, Latinx being because Latina, Latino, so gender neutral. Got it. See, I just learned something. I was like, and then Latin. white like, being, of course, notes. white passing. Um,
0: mm-hmm. And
1: it's, I think, I really, that's a whole nother thing within, I'm sure, many different cultures and communities as far as you calling someone white. And they're like, wait, I'm not white. I'm Latina. And it's like, yeah, but you're white passing. So you walk through life differently than I do. And it's like, When you call people out on that, and they're like, "Wait, but I'm a part of the struggle. My sister is black. She has the kinkiest hair." It's like, "Yeah, but that's not you. So how are you
0: showing up?" But Miss, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually learned this week. Also, I'm gonna add to the Latinx that I just learned Mm -hmm. um, for gender-neutral greetings or like, um, head like headings in... oh, I say folks. Oh, instead of like Mr. or Ms., it'd be MX. Um, but
1: who do you like? Who would I say? Like, oh, okay, so if a person is gender nonconforming or queer, then if I were to well write them a the formal RD letter, ad. I could write. I would say, "Dear Mx. Yada yada." Smith.
0: Mm-hmm. Smith. Okay. I just, you know, that's the the okay, one they gonna put gonna on the checks. You?
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I.
0: John, Will is a Smith. Will Smith. Uh, a black
1: person. You said, Will. I'm like, your husband? No, he's not a Smith. Smith? No. I'm like, wait, he's just like that. Don't you give guy. me
0: a hard time, okay? I don't know. Huh. Alright. Now
1: I know um, that. But well, I, there's the argument that I won't mean, use that unless I see someone else tell me, like, that's how they want to be referred to.
0: Well, now that you say that, um, there's the argument that people should just, in general, be using um, Non gender specific greetings, or I can't why can't I think of the words? Um, just greetings is a word, yeah. Addressing, I mean, that's how I, yeah,
1: that's what I do. I mean, I live in Portland, so I definitely got a heightened awareness of the fact that just because a person may present one way may not be how they identify. So when a group of people walk in to the shop, I'm gonna say eight times out of ten. Closer to nine, my general reading is, hey folks, how are you? Even if it's a mixed family as far as like different genders that are presenting and so forth, because I'm certainly sensitive to that. Um, and, and it folks doesn't is,
0: really take that much effort. It really
1: doesn't. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. I'm cool with it. They, I mean, and more importantly, they're cool with it. And I'm not trying to offend, so.
0: And their, their feelings matter, you know? Like it's yeah. important that we... Consider these things, even if they don't necessarily affect us directly. In that oh, side.
1: see, but then th- that's a part of an argument where folks will say, um, well, this country has become so politically oh, correct. Everything's so that PC. That is a discussion
0: for and, another time. <laughs> I mean,
1: to me, it just comes down to, are we just not trying to be respectful, though? Like, no, I, I really, really just want to be respectful. Like, if you tell me that you your pronouns are they, them, and their, if no there is not a anyway if your pronouns are them and they I'm cool
0: that's what we're gonna say, call
1: you yeah I'm down let's move on and I'm gonna call you or if I'm still confused as to how to call you by your pronouns, name I'm just gonna call you by your call name you by exactly name. I will call you by your name and we move on
0: hey Steven what's right? up Latanya? like who whatever you
1: you know how how you doing Danny you yeah, know
0: sure. and there you go that is your hey, name that's how I can address you
1: all right and thanks danny for your for your yeah, message for to us thing. and folks keep them coming keep them coming and we've got questions for you that include so,
0: this week there was a group of high schoolers who pr- are protesting um to get their school to make black history a full year course hell yes
1: hell yes hell um, to the yes this is in
0: jacksonville florida
1: do it do Terry it, do Parker it. High
0: School so I've just been having a lot of questions about education and stuff but the question we're going to ask you guys is do you think black history should be taught year-round and what age yes. it, should it begin for um, birth well, oh wait this is for the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I mean me personally I worked at a school in San Francisco and I noticed that they had stuff up for lessons on Martin Luther King mm-hmm um Lessons on Martin Luther King, but they didn't have anything for Black History Month. Not a thing. And I was like, huh. okay, so is that enough? Like, the only stuff I saw, like, there might have been, like, a book about slavery. <laughs> Wait, but the, when they, the, Martin like the, King, book.
1: the Martin Luther King post was not during Black History Month? No, it
0: was for his birthday. So they'll celebrate okay. Martin Luther King specifically. Because it's a national holiday, I suppose. Are they celebrating everybody's
1: birthdays? Because, like, I can give them a list. (laughs) And there will always be a Black person on the board.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, But, huh.
1: So, yeah. nothing specific to Black History Month.
0: Nothing specific to Black History Month. So, I guess that just made me think, like, what, where, who, when, and how are we making decisions because it's not a part of required curriculum and shouldn't be. I mean I think it should be. I think it's very important to learn about everyone's history. But black history is so deeply ingrained in American history and most people don't know much about it.
1: <laughs> it's so terribly whitewashed.
0: It's so It's it's American history. It's American yeah. history. And even like in in Arizona right now they're trying to make it so that it's illegal to have classes that are based around one specific culture or group are of you people shitting me? with what? the exception of the Holocaust. You can still talk about that. That hasn't passed, it's but someone's proposing this. I'll find that article and post it, but it's oh, just like, my God. like that. Like where, where does it start? Where does it end? And like even me as a music teacher teaching preschool kids, there's a lot of songs that um, I've learned along the way that are honestly songs, probably from slavery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and they're great they're great songs and they're some of my favorite songs to sing and they're very very powerful but part of me feels a little bit guilty teaching them in a, a group of kids who have no idea what's going on and i can't be having an or can i you know like where mm. see that makes me think so about I... when i
1: met nina simone earlier this week and I was watching her documentary on Netflix. Uh, her song, her, I'm <laughs> telling you, her civil rights movement songs. So she and I talked about it. Right? And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Laura, well, mm. you
0: do not to mean- yeah, so. I met her via Netflix. <laughs> so yeah, so let us know should Black history be taught year round? And if so, what age should it begin? Uh Yeah. You
1: mm-hmm. got me thinking. You got me thinking. I mean, I definitely know my answer, but. And it's really just also has to do with just world history and how I feel. I went to a, I guess it'd be called a parochial school, private school until eighth grade. And then I went to a public high school. And I remember in high school, no, in elementary school or till eighth grade, I feel like I learned about a lot of different cultures. But once I got into high school, it was definitely very white. And that that sort of stopped in 12th or 11th grade when I think I told you this, my Jamaican Jewish um, teacher I think her name was Miss Ellis she, like when she told us this like I am a Jamaican and I'm Jewish you know, minds were blown
0: because um, mm-hmm. our little heads <laughs> can't wrap, we don't know about that we don't know that that could be a thing you know that's great like, people, what? we talked about this, carry on
1: Yep. but yeah, it was like I was more interested in her and her heritage than I was in, cause she was either the, yeah, yeah, she was global
0: studies, so she was the world history teacher.
1: And I was like, I don't care about anything you're saying right now because all this white, all
0: this world history just revolves around the white it's man, white folks. And then all the things that they like—they brush over colonization like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, world.
1: wait, wait, wait <laughs> like, y'all they know colonized
0: half, <laughs> more than half of the world. Like, get out of my face. Exactly. Your Western sieve and your world history—like, it's not mm-hmm. accurate. It is a book filled with lies that paint you in a semi-positive light, positive enough that folks are very confused as to why Black folks are still mad.
1: With that said, however, and this is something my mother always told me, she said the first school a child attends is at home. So I do believe that we have, we the people, we the human beings of the world, have a responsibility to teach our children about their heritage and their culture. But there's still something to be said about the fact that you had you were at a preschool that didn't show anything for Black History Month, but yet you
0: celebrated Martin Luther King's birthday. Do you think that was enough, Mr. Preschool? No. But anyway. No, this wasn't a preschool. That was an, a, a K through eight, I think.
1: Wow. Wow. And
0: that's not to say that maybe in the older classrooms, because I was teaching the elementary school kids. But I feel like I was in like a third grade classroom. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't have been teaching black history in a third grade class. I classroom. feel
1: like it should start so
0: young. because Even if it's still... like the stupid, cute, like the inventors list, like something. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, let's meet kids where they are. And then that way they just learn to grow in appreciation for the fact like, oh, wait, the folks that don't also, look I I like me refer- are also... that It's
0: not stupid. It's just not as traumatizing as other history, um, yeah. other black history topics. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, I was gonna say I
1: got that. But yes, for the people in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Okay, something more okay.
0: digestible. Uh, <laughs> yes, <but> I, even <laughs> I think that is unnecessary. I don't think it needs to be digestible because the world history isn't digestible. And I think with the way that the world is going with the crisis in Syria and with like Israel and Palestine and like all the stuff that's going on with all of these other children in the world having to experience life as it's actually being dealt to them, there's no reason why we need to be sugarcoating stuff for our kids. There's just no reason for it. If because, anything,
1: you create, oh, sorry, keep going.
0: Well, that's how we end up with Donald Trump. You've got a bunch of people who don't know of anything different than them and who don't understand people of other cultures who so they fear Muslims and they fear immigrants and they fear black people and they don't even know why. They've been programmed to fear these people based on false information and lies, hyperboles, all kinds of stuff. And the facts that would level the playing field, if you will, as much as that could possibly happen, are completely eradicated from any kind of education. So in order to learn about black history, you need to take a special course to do that. You have to sign up for a black um or an african-american history or african-american as an elective in in college if you go there
1: oh yeah that's also true
0: if you go to there and you got kids growing up who are african-american myself included who think that they know what they need to know because they grew up in a fairly decent area so they don't choose to take those classes so then they still don't know the things that they need to know about themselves anyhow so yeah I think our education system needs a major overhaul because we are progressively getting dumber. Our street smarts are terrible. Our knowledge of American history is just completely wrong. Those of us who even have a knowledge of any kind of American history in the first place. Curious. We don't teach our kids basic life skills. We don't teach our kids how not to get into debt. We don't teach our kids how the world works. Like what's that, um, the thing that goes around tax season and I'm going to crack up when I see it again. It's like, I'm really glad I learned about parallelograms in high school. It's really coming in handy <laughs> this <laughs> parallelogram season. Like, it, like that is so true. it's so true. <laughs> like, who, when's the last time you used a parallelogram, Laura?
1: I can't, I, I don't recall. Do you remember what a parallelogram
0: is? <laughs> I do, but I don't recall whenever it was
1: used. I remember too, but I don't think I've used one. Nah. Since, nah. since was that g- geometry? Nah. Yeah, it'll be uh, geometry. Yeah, it'll be geometry. Huh. <sighs>
0: Nah. It's it's just dumb. Like I don't know. And I guess there's a, 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 a measure of accountability for parents as well. But but where they when we're putting more <laughs> money into our military, destroying other people's countries than educating than the money that we're putting into educating our own country, then there's no hope for us right now. until no. we fix that, like no, this is, it's just it's we're not setting ourselves up
1: for success. We really aren't. And I don't think that it's the not. guy that's coming into the White House and if is going to, really it's to you accelerate that. that. Unless we find the four cruxes needed, you know, to vanquish him. Yeah. I don't think that we're gonna it's his, his wig
0: is definitely one of them. It has <laughs> to be. <It> has <laughs> to be. <laughs> but like the, the the Betsy DeVos or Betty DeVos, or whatever her name is, the one that's coming into the Department of Education. Got mm-hmm. the bachelor's mm-hmm. degree from wherever that place was. Mm-hmm. that was like episode six or so i saw an article this morning it's like this is what she did to the education system in michigan and i'm afraid to open it oh gee (laughs) but i will i'm gonna read it okay and i'll let you know what i find okay all right so
1: in this week's segment of fix it black jesus firstly i would like to share this incident that occurred at a jc penny in some white place um i'm gonna get a, a more geographical location than that though. Um, and essentially, one of the employees in Indiana, that's what it is, he put a girl in a headlock for no apparent reason. Essentially, he just said, you don't belong here and put homegirl in a headlock. She must have been with a friend or with someone or someone else that was with her or otherwise recorded okay, the whole- wait, 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 wait. Why did they put her in a headlock? Exactly. So um, he just said that she doesn't belong here. What it is that prompted him to say that? In the J.C. Penny. In the, the J.C. Penny. You know that store where people go to buy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been to the J.C. Penny. They love I've, our family. I've I've normally I've normally liked J.C. Penny, um, but the one in Indiana, no. So of course now the family is, um, and there's a video of it that um, what's that company? Mike Media has posted. We'll share it on the Facebook, but the family is now attempting to press charges, as they should. Because, I mean, homegirl was out in her bra in this headlock on the video, and it's just yeah, like, I why? Just, and I no one would answer the question. They were like, why? Why is this happening? She's like, I'm not resisting. And it was like everybody and their mama came out to, like, try and get her down. And it was just like, why is this
0: happening? So, so fixed it, she, I, This is the point of that one. Too much. Too much. So... Steve Harvey. Oh, he
1: said that age, that women don't like Asian people, right? Uh, that's not why we're here
0: right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> he has done so many wonderful things in life. I agree. But he has pulled a Kanye. No, no, no. And met with our president elect and come out on the other side rejoicing. I'm sorry, what? And praising this man as genuine. And he is gonna work with Ben Carson. No, no. <laughs> Do they have a meeting? Develop of the Develop queens? urban Do communities. They? What the? F- it's like what in the world? Like what? What? what the- Why? 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 <laughs> like, eh, see. oh my gosh. So we're gonna have to kick a few folks out the barbecue this week. Um, Steve is Steve's on that list, obviously. For Steve, obvious reasons. no, I'm not saying I, I love. Mean, him. I'm really surprised though. Steve Harvey has been kind of no, but like
1: I I've never thought of him as a human being that would, which like, is why
0: he's the perfect person for Trump to do this list because he's he's respected by quite a few folks. He, the white people love him. He has his little talk show. A lot of black folks love him too. Oh, as king of comedy, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, most Steve, I am disappointed. I am so mm. disappointed in you.
0: Mm, 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 mm. I just, Ooh. I'm angry at him. Remember, Steve. When he used to paint his hairline? That's irrelevant. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. Um, wait, hairline hairline? Good, you don't know, remember? I mean, he used to have the sharpest hairline oh, on that's side he, of the Mississippi. I thought, I thought you were talking about Stevie Wonder's hairline
1: because <laughs> <laughs> this is the Fixing Black Jesus segment. So. I don't
0: think Jesus can fix Stevie Wonder's hairline. They just he need to cut that off. Do
1: you think Stevie knows? Do you think Stevie knows? He has
0: to know. He has to know.
1: But do you think he knows he it don't care. Right. Let him live. Let him live. You think he know he it ain't right, though. So much.
0: <laughs> he has given us so much. Let his hairline run away to the, <laughs> to the edge of that man's skull. It doesn't matter. Oh, gosh. I was not talking about him. We're going to move on.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Stevie. I respect <laughs> you.
0: But your headline. named I? after his daughter, okay? Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. 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 And okay. Be favored, also, Stevie Wonder you- will always oh. be allowed at the cookout, just so that's clear. Stevie Wonder will always. I mean, that will break my heart. That will break my good old <sighs> heart.
1: Yeah, I can have Stevie Harvey, but we keeping Stevie Wonder. You can't <laughs> take Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. you, can't. you can't have him. Wait, that, I just, uh, this is episode 11, technically mm-hmm. episode 12, but episode 11, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's time for us to revisit why it is that we chose to call it, Fix It, Black Jesus.
0: Okay. Um, I mean,
1: other than the fact that it's, well, funny, at least the little song, our little, little ditty. Uh, yeah, our little ditty. That's hilarious. But
0: <laughs> I feel like since we were talking about black education before, mm-hmm. this, it's related. Um, I mean, for me, that's a phrase that I use often. Um, because first of all, Jesus is black, um, yes. which is one of the greatest lies perpetuated across the globe. That Jesus was white,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: Jesus was a blonde haired, blue eyed white man. Jesus did not look like Ivan, oh, no, he didn't. White, <laughs> no, he white, didn't.
1: white man, white man
0: with a sound, he was a brown man at the least, at mm-hmm. the very least. I'm not saying he was chocolate, but I'm saying he had the ability to
1: tan and was already some shade of brown. But he has been gentrified. Can we say Jesus oh, was gentrified? Yes, we found our tagline for the episode.
0: <laughs> Jesus was gentrified. Oh, shit. Um, real, though. And it's like he is the cornerstone for colonization, in my opinion,
1: and because
0: he was the weapon that was used. To colonize so many people. My gosh. um, By convincing them. By convincing them that Jesus was the the way, the truth, and the light. Well, and that everything that they were doing was completely wrong. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean Um, the slaves didn't didn't have a Jeebus. They were taught Jebus. Yep. They were taught about the book of Jeebus. Um, Uh I do believe in a greater power than ourselves. Okay. Um, And we know Jesus was a real person, which is why I can dig that. I'm cool with that. I have no issues with... Um,
1: But we called it Fix It Black Jesus because we, Aisha and I, tried to, of course, dispel some myths, if you will, or just explain some things to folks, the people in the back, as we like to say. Um, And it starts with the biggest lie that was ever told, which was that Jesus was a white man.
0: Which he was not. Let's make that clear.
1: I mean, tomorrow is Sunday. I'm not going to church. If you want to go to church, you That's your business. Do you boo? I'm not there with you though. Um, but that's I'm not knocking business. you for it either. Um and I mean I did celebrate Jesus' fake birthday on December twenty fifth, so there's that. But mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I just
0: I, I believe, believe in the power of Jesus. As, as a what do you mean by the power? Faith. I think religion is a very strong force, I think believing in something is a very strong force and I think as much harm that has been caused, I think a lot of positive has also happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay. and okay. besides, if he came back, would we even know? Like, <laughs> He might get shot, so. They wouldn't believe it was him because he's black. <laughs> 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 I mean.
1: See, but maybe they might have come back breathe. already.
0: Actually, For all we know, well, wait he might already been here.
1: I think I had a Very sacrilegious good. thought. So, what'd you have? Um, what I was um, thinking was, was, if Jesus was a black man, black man. and they tried mm-hmm. to shoot him, and he was mm-hmm. impermeable to bullets, mm-hmm. that would make him Luke So then, so then um, he was
0: Jesus. Th- but see, remember the whole—you know—we we need to stop because <laughs> now I'm thinking about the sacrifices and the cross, <laughs> and the nails, and he wasn't impermeable to, to those. So, oh, you're right. Another day. Another day. Wow. wow. Conversation. Okay. Um, there have been rumors of a living single reboot. (gasps) Yes. 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 I can play Maxine.
1: Um, I told you people used to tell me I look like Maxine. I didn't accept it then, but I will accept it now so I can play a part. Yes. Are you going to audition for the role of Maxine? Oh, do I have to audition? They won't just give it to me? Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, they don't really know who you are yet. You're right. You're right. You're right. So maybe we should, you should at least meet with them. <laughs> but i caw i will keep an eye line. on that because that would be fantastic. That'd be amazing. Okay. Have you ever heard the theory that, which is very, very plausible, that Friends is a ripoff of Living Single? Like, it's like the same, a number of cast members, the same type of people, but they're just white? Whoa! Like... I, I saw this the other day and I was like, damn, wait a
1: minute,
0: damn, James. And living single came first.
1: I mean, the relationships are different in friends. Uh, but. They're closer than you think. No, as in like there's no
0: brother sister. Like, I forget well, the brother. you sister. got Sinclair and um, they had two relatives. Oh, they were
1: cousins. Yeah. She's okay. he's related Same to Regine, back. isn't she? There you go. I think so. Or she was related to Queen Latifah's character. No, but you're right. There were cousins. There were relatives.
0: Oh, there was the free spirit. <laughs> totally a parallel there. Mm-hmm. There was the working class intellectual that nobody believed. Wasn't that Maxine? Wasn't she like a lawyer or something? Yeah. Um, and I guess she's supposed to be like Ross, or Ross is supposed to be like her. Um. Huh. Mhm. But of course, the white people did it, so it, you know, it went It got bigger. Of course. Friends was huge. I loved friends. I just thought they were my friends. And you know, my mama always said, there ain't no black people in New York, though. And I was like, but <laughs> mom, you know, I was clueless. Girl, speaking of which,
1: I've been watching Game of Thrones for the first time in my life. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it took several episodes before I saw one black person. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fact that this was um, in the olden times, I would have expected. Which black person did you see? I mean, at first it was just somebody in the back that was wearing this. Um, it was the, because I'd be looking for them. They were wearing this kind of this outfit. They didn't have any, they didn't have a speaking role. And then the second time, it was the group of the Dothraki people, if that's what they're called. Dothraki. Dothraki, my apologies, my apologies to the people. Um, and I was like, okay. And then now someone's trying oh, to marry somebody else the the white-haired girl, the dragon person, the dragon girl. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, look at this black man trying
0: to propose marriage to this white girl. Hmm. Huh. I didn't even consider the Dothraki people to be black. Um. They seem more like Middle Eastern. But that's.
1: Oh, taking it the way I see. We gonna have a conversation another time. mm mm-hmm. But if, but could, that, as far as black. Game of Thrones goes, they be black. black. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, it. <laughs> And they're You're right. <laughs> yes,
0: but there were like like African looking folks at like at, oh, yeah. like yeah. sprinkled sprinkled in there sometimes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So I just wondered like who you saw, but yeah. I mean, because
1: I think Middle Eastern people are black people. They just a different shade of black. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But
1: perhaps next week we'll have the conversation about black people and like what that means to different people.
0: Yeah. We should do that. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts. Okay. okay um and the last thing on my list of black creatives is that people across the u.s are raising money for girls to see hidden figures yes
1: yeah. please yes representation how, matters so oh, Tara, much how can you we
0: can throw, money at it? throw money at it throw money at it yeah
1: and how is this for in a specific city? Like, who gets to see? That? No, it's all over. And, like, how do you tap into it's,
0: it? It's localized. So, I should be more clear. It's not a national fundraiser. It's like people in different areas have done their own little fundraisers to raise money to take people in their community or take little girls in their community to see hidden figures.
1: Which I'll add because now I'm clicking on the link. Taylor Richardson, a 13 year old from Florida, she's the one who wants to raise money for 100 girls to see hidden figures and get a copy of the book that inspired the movie. So I'm just giving like a super thought. She is a Yas Queen for that she's a queen.
0: one. She's
1: the Queen. Go on, girl.
0: Wow. Yeah, no, we're out here doing things. Heck
1: yeah. Sprinkle all that magic all around the world. Bus How. Slim thug is buying up the hood. Did you hear about this?
0: <laughs> I don't think about Slim Thug, so no.
1: But okay, nor do I usually.
0: However,
1: Slim Slim thug. Is Slim Thug. I actually don't think he's really all that slim. I I thought he was a giant man. Not giant as in large, I mean just tall. Like a, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a sizable human, if you will. Um but according to a, a video I've watched, which I cannot confirm the source, so I will add that, especially in this day and age. Um, but he is buying up the hood in the city of, insert it here, um, essentially he is buying all of these seized homes I I and to I'm gonna post a video about it on our Facebook page, but all of these foreclosed homes, he's buying them and then choosing who to sell them back to because he wants the people that originally lived in this community to remain there and providing financing for them and so forth. And I think that's amazing because a lot of it has to do with the whole possibility of that city being gentrified. And he knows that once you see those foreclosure signs come up, people are gonna start, you know, picking up all these really inexpensive homes and changing the makeup of that community. Um, so the fact that he has the means to do this, it's, I just think it's dope. You know how I stay being in an Uber, right? Always. <laughs> I just—that's the life I'm living.
0: Was it seven rats for twenty exactly. dollars?
1: I said. Oh I got my. I sent link. My bad. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um. So, I went. I was in an Uber, and it was a Russian man who was my Uber driver. And Ivan is uh, is Ukrainian. He was born there. So your boyfriend, uh, yes, my boyfriend. And so, um, <laughs> so the Uber driver. He's talking to me, asking me about the weather, all that normalcy stuff. But you know me, I try to get in deep with my Uber drivers. So I'm like, of course, of course, life story. You know, so I'm like, so tell me, are you from Eastern Europe? Because I don't make assumptions, but I knew though. He's like, yeah, I'm from Russia. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so great. And I was like, how was your Christmas? Because Ukrainian and Russian Christmas is January 7th. So. Okay. Okay. I knew that, so I had to throw that out there. So he knew I was down. I like, I could go to the cookout, like I know these things. And so, okay. long story short, Buzz Howe, March 8th is International Women's Day. He tells me this, in, okay. and in Russia, this is a day that everyone gets the day off and you have to buy a small gift for the women in your life.
0: Okay, why isn't this happening in the United States of America? Isn't okay? Maybe maybe I'm wrong here, but isn't Russia where they just um, decriminalize domestic abuse? Girl, the irony did not. I the irony, <laughs> the irony. But I was
1: like, if a country <laughs> where we just <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but if in this but country what, where they in the world decriminalize domestic abuse can still honor women with a holiday, ironically enough. Why are we doing that in the United but States? Is ain't
0: that just a face of abusers, though? I got you a gift, though. It ain't <laughs> no, that bad. Don't say that about my Uber driver. I hope he's not an abuser. Oh, I'm not saying him, but I'm just saying, like, that is a common practice that, like, the victims of domestic abuse, they get pampered, and so it makes them feel like, Oh, well, maybe it's not really abuse. It's like, cycle. It is a vicious
1: cycle. I will like, say that's... Ugh, my, I hate my, it. My public ugh. high school education taught me about... I'm not here well,
0: for it. I yeah. mean, I'm here yeah. for the presence, but I'm not here for decriminalizing domestic no. abuse. I cannot think of any reason for men or female why that would be beneficial. I'm going to need you to sh-
1: send me a link on that, though. Because like, like can can they you? just decriminalized domestic abuse in Russia. <sighs> Are
0: you I know it was going to happen. I think I saw that it did happen, but... Both. Every time I see it, I'm like, fix it Black Jesus, and then I keep scrolling, so. Well, International um,
1: Women's Day is March 8th. You better get your baby mama something. That's all I'm saying. Okay, and last but not least, <sighs> Lord, bus how
0: Donald Trump came for John Lewis in a tweet.
1: Tell us more. And for the people in the back, who's John Lewis? He is a
0: civil rights activist from back in the day I mean like back in Martin Luther King Jr's day and he has done so much for the community he is respected by so many Mm -hmm. and he has earned more importantly earned that respect and no not everyone agrees with everything John Lewis does or everything John Lewis stands for but we can all agree that he has earned the respect as a civil rights leader... Yes, I think so. ...in America. Yes. We can agree on that, if nothing else. And Donald Trump had the nerve. <laughs> the audacity. The audacity. You was about to the clap that this man. That. The audacity <laughs> talking about... <laughs> he needs to, like, basically, he needs to fix up his own area, like, take care of his own neighborhood. Trump, like,
1: have a seat. You have a whole country you need to deal with. You don't even go to the meetings. <laughs> like, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to show up. But yeah, John Lewis was just like, I don't see Trump as a legitimate president. And then, of course, Trump felt that he had to respond because Cause he responds to everything. No, no, no. He does not. He only responds to the things that attack him, he doesn't respond okay. to the That's legitimate concerns, to I feel. And everyone
0: who attacks him, and a, usually on television, in comedy shows, on Twitter itself.
1: Like, I'm gonna need you to focus your energy, Donald
0: Trump. on Anything
1: Trump be- else to do. On becoming a president. <laughs> That's what I need you, you to You ain't focus. got nothing else to do. <laughs> Serious. Like, like, like nothing? You, you finna become the president in just a few days. So, get your life. Lord,
0: ain't that the truth? In just a few days. Can we have a moment of silence?
1: (laughs) For the (laughs) death (laughs) of America. For the death of America.
0: Every Every time I see something.
1: Did you see that meme where it's it's a cartoon of Obama and Michelle? Oh, the lights? Yes! Uh. Where they're like, okay, goodbye, and then they turn off the lights and the lights of the whole country turn off. It's as if they're leaving. Would you please remind the people
0: what we want to know from them this week? Please let us know if you think that (laughs) Black history should be taught year-round. And if so at what age should it start being taught? Like where, when should we start start teaching the babies about the black history? And I'm not talking about just painting faces, like mm-hmm. coloring Martin Luther King cutouts, like that's not enough, okay?
1: Cause they did that in my school, that wasn't,
0: no, no. Oh yeah, I'm sure there are several schools on Friday that they all had their little brown crayon and they colored his face and they put it up on the wall and it's real cute. I do also remember though, speaking of which, this was in
1: my elementary school because I remember because I went to a Catholic school. I remember someone stood up and read Dr. King's entire speech. And I remember how moved I was. I was a child. I must have been like in sixth grade. And that was some heartfelt stuff right there. And it was at church too.
0: Huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what really makes me upset, Laura? Tell, tell us how you should tell us. So White folks want to pretend like they think Martin Luther King is Black Jesus. Okay? No, nah, him was ready to throw hands. Him was ready to throw hands. They want to pretend like when he was around, everybody loved him. They want to pretend like he is the way that all Black people should be. Yes, Rich, please have a seat with love and harmony. But what they want to forget—that they killed him. The government killed him. Don't know. The the FBI made him a terrorist in their eyes. They kill all of our leaders. And they killed him. They tapped his phones. They attacked him. They killed him. Do you think this was proven in a court of law? Yep. This isn't speculation, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This isn't
1: what the Hotep's just be talking about. The Hotep's probably was talking about it for a good but minute. But they were right about this one. But they were right. <laughs> yes. When white folks,
0: well, Martin Luther King, don't you dare <laughs> speak his name. Don't speak his name. Not unless you won't present all the facts mm. and figures. Because <sighs> Martin was peaceful and they killed him anyway. Okay? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think that the fact that we saw how many of our leaders were killed through the civil rights movement is in some way affecting the fact that there isn't someone in modern times, at least, that has had a similar effect in our country? Because, say, that would-be person
0: might be just afraid to do so because they know they're going to be killed. Well, that was the whole point. To scare—they've successfully— in general, not even just Black millennials, but they have scared millennials into not protesting. In a in a, a lot of like a lot of a lot of folks are just scared of going to jail. They're not trying and actually to put themselves I, out there like that. You saying protesting?
1: I wanted, I wanted. Would you agree that perhaps that may be better served by
0: saying organizing? Yes, I would agree with that because I think it diminished the effects and
1: benefits of organizing well i'm just going to put this out there for my black people actually for all my people i damn this is the second time i done brought off my desk but i'm willing to die for this cause so i mean i'm not saying i'm martin luther king jr i'm not malcolm x
0: you lower Solis, that's fine you yeah. gotta be them
1: folks they they was already taken they and taken out and, and taken out um but i I, I'm curious, and they both knew it was coming. Like, but are there other folks that have this thought where they think to themselves, "Like, I'm willing to die for this cause," or not? Like, I, I would like to know that from folks. Like,
0: are you willing to? You die? You know what scares me more? It's not, it's not even a question of being willing or not. Like, a lot of folks don't have a choice. Oh, yeah. girl, please. Like most of the say their name hashtag folks that have oh, been yeah. killed from police brutality.
1: It wasn't like they were in the front line of some sort, like
0: starting a, protest oh, or a riot or Yeah, absolutely. Hanging out, driving somewhere, like playing in a park, and they become a big part of this movement. They have died for this cause.
1: They have almost become martyrs, but
0: unwillingly, like they weren't, they, they were just trying to get to work. So uh, I think it's very commendable that you are willing to die. I just feel like most folks don't have a choice. Absolutely. Um. And today, that makes very sad and angry because I see those little love
1: Trumps, hate hashtags, nah, and I think it's it cute, know. but it's this ideal that is just not,
0: it is just not a reality, friends. Right. And that circles back to why I'm not showing up for the Women's March. I'm Aisha McGowan, <laughs> and I'm Laura Solis, and this is Fix It Black Jesus. Please fix it black Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Muhammad and Buddha. Uh, didn't tell Sorry. anybody to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagrams, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, all the things, all the things. Okay, bye, bye.